Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Julian Hayes II, and I'm sure you've heard some of these these statements, some of these types of statements here. Get clients fast. Get a six-pack in six weeks. Become irresistible to all women in only seven days. Build a six-figure business in just 60 days. Work four hours a week and make millions. Lose fat fast. And here's one of my favorites. And I'm sure um, that this is this types of messages have come across your um, Facebook and Instagram feed as well. Last month I was homeless. Now I'm making seven figures while traveling the world, and I'll teach you how to do the same in five easy steps. Sign up for my webinar here. You know, everything is fast these days. Promises of ease while achieving your biggest dreams run rampant everywhere. We want it all now. We want the income, the body, the energy, the sex, the relationships, right this moment. In fact, we wanted everything yesterday. Welcome to the microwave generation. This is the generation that we're in now. It's no longer just a cult of personality any longer. Shout out to that song, by the way. It's on my workout playlist. But it's also a world that's become a cult of instant gratification. Achieve success, riches, and a six-pack. Achieve all these things instantly. It's like success on demand. And don't get me wrong, though. I'm not immune to these types of temptations. I'm emotional as well, like a lot of people. I love to move fast just as much as the next person does. And I'm sure you do as well. This is all music to our ears. Because you're probably like me. You're a rebel. You got a contrarian spirit inside of you. You're constantly asking, what's next? You're always thinking about new ideas, sometimes even before finishing the last one. And that probably frustrates a lot of people around you. But this is part of your gift and also part of the curse when it gets out of control. This type of um, constant go-go mentality, that's largely been a reason for the success that you've had in the past. Because, you know, at the end of the day, being relentless that can cover up and that can make up 
for a lot of talent discrepancies that may be there. This point leads me to your health and energy because to me, health and business, they draw many parallels with each other. You remove the superficial, the surface level picture of them and deep beneath on the foundational pillars of them, they're the same. And in business, you can achieve a fair amount of success with just sheer hustle and sheer action. But after a certain amount of time, you can't just keep working harder and harder. And when it comes to truly optimizing your health and energy, this type of philosophy applies to that as well. And this leads me to the main theme of this episode. The main theme of this episode comes down to five magic words that will be wise to ingrain in your head. And that is to slow down to speed up. Slow down to speed up. So picture this. You're a runner and you want to get faster. So you try to run faster every day. Conceptually, this sounds about right. But to get faster, you can't just continue to try to run faster and faster each day. You actually have to slow down, like big time, and actually run slower initially before you speed up again. And let's move over to business, for example. You're in a groove, you're creating, you're producing, you're growing, and you become addicted to this type of momentum, this type of achievement. And it's a steady, it's a comfortable cycle that you're in of working hard and then you're seeing the results for those efforts. And here's the crazy thing. You're moving so fast that sometimes you won't see the inefficiencies or the mistakes that are being made in your business nor with your teams right now. And after all, if you think about it, things are working right now. But you always have to ask yourself, what about tomorrow? Will this work and taking it to the next level? You know, having solid health, having pretty good health, that's much different than being optimized and enhanced. And I imagine a $1 million business is much different than having a $100 million business. And in both those scenarios, with health, with business, and for a greater extent with um, with life, sometimes we can become too busy to even notice how we could be working smarter. We're stuck in the express lane, pretty much, and we never think to slow down so we can look at these things from a new perspective, so we can spot problems, so we can adjust, and then set ourselves and then set ourselves up even further to move even faster down the road. And this is why when it comes to optimizing your health, your energy, and your personal performance, the very first objective must be to slow down, to speed up. This is conceptually simple to understand properly, and it's easy to nod your head with. But to truly practice this, that's a much different story. And to really make this shift, to really embody this and put it into practice, this starts with replacing your current paradigm of thinking, society's current paradigm of thinking, and replacing this with a new one, with a new updated one. And here's the current approach. And 
I'll add a scenario with this to really um, uh, bank it in on your head. So we have technology now. It's continually evolving. It's increasingly speeding up our lives here. And the challenges and the various obstacles, these are bound to pop up in your life. And these challenges and obstacles that are bound to pop up in your life, they're going to be more complex and they're going to be more rapid. And in the face of this current reality that we have now, top performers generally will be inclined to just work harder and faster to try to cope with this and to stay afloat with it. And in with working with top performers and studying a lot of them, speeding up is rarely the answer. You know, in fact, speeding up tends to make things even more complex. You tend to expand, or I should say, you tend to expend even more unnecessary energy. And at your best, with this approach, you're solving the problem, but you're only partially doing it because you're only taking care of it from a surface level standpoint. And this may bring up a question, or I should say the big elephant in the room. If speeding up and working harder isn't likely to solve the issue, then why do top performers still insist on moving at 100 miles per hour and not slowing down, always just thinking about massive, relentless action and not slowing down? And this answer simply boils down to operating with the Newtonian world view. Now, you might be wondering, what did you just say? What is that? And simply put, a Newtonian worldview at its core is based on reductionism, determinism, materialism, and a reflection correspondent view of knowledge. And to put this in an example, to make it more practical, a person could be, his genes make him or her anxious. That makes it very difficult or near impossible for them to change in life. Another example, let's say this guy, he has genes that makes him overweight. And that's just the way the life is. That's just the way his life is. And with this type of worldview, you're going to strive to control and structure your challenges and guarantee these outcomes. You know, engaging in a quick discussion or something, or you coming up with a quick decision and then moving as fast as possible from point A to point B in a structured and controlled straight line. This type of thing fits like a T in this worldview. Very rigid thinking, very rigid action, very rigid processes. This worldview is, it's very simple, it's coherent, and it's intuitive, but it ignores and it denies really valuable things such as values in general, creativity, evolution, and human agency. And in today's modern times, in today's world, optimizing your health and your personal performance, it requires not a Newtonian worldview, but more of a quantum worldview. And an example of this type of worldview and thinking is people like Max Planck and Albert Einstein's theories around quantum physics. Um, it's much more conducive to unlocking the fresh possibilities and the fresh mindsets 
that are needed to navigate in today's world. And so let's break that one down as well. A quantum worldview, this is one where everything is connected. Complexity thinking is accepted. And think of it as being inclusive and a little egalitarian in nature. In this context, in a quantum world, every single thing matters. Every single thing matters and is taken into account. And the most important reason that you would shift into this type of worldview is that you have the realization that solutions are always available. The answer is always there. They simply require you to be conscious and aware enough to see them in the first place. And once you are, you set the right attention and the intention You direct your energy to solutions that you want to emerge. That last statement may sound confusing. And the explanation might have been a little too out there. Or it might have actually sounded a little woo-woo, dare I say. So let's break this down even more practically. So practice in this quantum worldview. It looks like this. You have an awareness and discipline to yourself. In this instance... This could be with the various actions that you are contemplating doing. You're slowing down for deeper dialogue and understanding of your various challenges and situations. And you're only going to speed up once the situation is clearer. You accept that your challenges are complex. You pace the speed of your work and you slow down to speed up. You trust that solutions are always available And you set the right attention and intention by being present and directing your energy precisely. And so, now that we have discussed and compared the Newtonian way of thinking with the quantum way of thinking, it's not just theory with this stuff. It's not just theory as to why a quantum way of thinking is more ideal, along with... um, why slowing down to speed up is such a core habit to optimizing your health. There are practical reasons and benefits to this as well. And I'm going to share three of these real quick that I want to quickly highlight. And let's start with number one, with some of the benefits with this paradigm shift that you could do. Creating a thriving and a flourishing human system. It's about 90% inquiry, really, and only 10% decision-making. And so, if you think about it, to solve any significant issue or situation that comes up, you first got to understand what you're going up against. You know, a team preparing for the Super Bowl, a boxer that's going to prepare for his heavyweight title fight, or even a business that's preparing to expand in the next quarter or the next year, or someone that's looking to lose 10 pounds, they need to understand what they're going up against. Doing some preliminary work here, this is this is non-negotiable. And you think about this from a business perspective. If you don't take the time to actually slow down, you run the risk of spending time and also money, not only on plans that are doomed to fail, but also on time and money reacting to symptoms, which takes the feeling of control away from you. And it most likely furthers the timeline to achieving what you actually want to achieve in that business. 
And in health here, I've seen the person who's, they're continually in reactive mode. They're responding to carrying extra weight. They're responding to being burnt out. They're having poor biomarkers with their health, with their lab reports. And they're ex- reacting to all these things, all because they never took the time to do the preliminary work beforehand. They're continually chasing and attempting to play catch up with their health. But if they've just hit the pause button in both scenarios with the hustling, with the relentless action, and the, de- and the decision making, when you hit the pause button on these things, you finally have time to take a few breathers, to gather yourself, to gather some introspection, and you have space now to have different, much different, and much deeper conversations and insights with yourself. Instead of focusing purely on speed, you can focus on learning, exploration, and collaboration. Slowing down brings precision, and slowing down helps you see information. It helps you identify patterns. It helps you see issues that were previously overlooked, that were previously unclear, or that were simply thrown to the sidelines and it was placed in the category of, I'll get to that later. Now you can find multiple right answers and you can integrate them for better decisions and sustainable solutions and more precision. And in this case now, this complexity, it takes on a completely new hue. Your health, your energy, your productivity, your relationships, and your life overall will all benefit from this. And so number two, it's like a cycle. Beliefs guide your decisions. And then your decisions, they guide your behaviors. And then your behaviors, they become your daily practices. And your daily practices, they become your results. And have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why some of the smartest people who seem to have everything struggle with something such as their weight or their relationships or even something like their money management. And you look no further than this cycle, this cycle of your beliefs, your decisions, your behaviors, and your daily practices. And it's worth stating again, your beliefs guide your decisions and then your decisions guide your behaviors and then your behaviors are going to guide your daily practices and your daily practices are going to become your results. And a lot, a lot of people struggling with their health right now, or they can't seem to break a plateau with their health, perhaps go from good to great with their health. This is largely due to their existing beliefs and stories that are running on repeat inside their heads on a daily basis. And some of these some people will maybe call this self-sabotaging to a certain extent. And this could be an example is stories of people fixating on their genes. Uh, Some people would say, I have fat genes that run in my family. There's fixating on your current lifestyle, blaming your circumstances, blaming your environment. Some people will blame the relationships for why you don't have what you have. And there are a plethora of examples that I could share here with this. It's nearly impossible to carry out an action 
at a high level consistently over the long term if you have a fundamental belief underneath that is contradictory to the results that you want. You can know all the biohacks in the world. You have all the biohacks. You have access to all the peptides, all the best information in the world. But it's all a mute point. If this cycle here is faulty, if your beliefs underneath doesn't support it, it's, it's, it's not going to be sustainable in the long term. This is why you must start at this area here, despite having all the, the information and the peptides and such. And so with that said, though, you know, when these stories and this chatter comes up, yeah, you know, I, I think um, it was um, Byron Katie, I think some of her books, which I think the four questions or something like that. Um, it was a really simple process. And when these beliefs came up, you know, you can ask, is it true? Something as simple as that. Is it true? And then how do you know it's true? And a lot of times you can see that these stories are just programmed from the past, maybe from childhood, or maybe just they're just bullshit in general, you know, that are just excuses. But now you can identify these these um, stories, these incessant chatter that's coming up. And so number three, on some of the benefits of this, this new paradigm way of thinking is think about it as building richer opportunities and sustainable long-term profits. So when you embrace slow, what happens is that equals more profits in the long term. Because, you know, what comes fast, it often is going to disappear just as fast. We've seen these kind of people, and we might even be one of these kind of people who have maybe lost 30 pounds, maybe lost 15 pounds rapidly. And then months later, all that weight came back plus a little extra interest in terms of a few more pounds gain and maybe hormonally you're a little more off now. And, you know, whether it was due to the unsustainable approach to eating, you know, that was from a psychological or more of a physiological standpoint or the new habits that you, that weren't truly learned, you can't cheat the process no matter what. So when you're in this, you're in this go, 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 go spirit and you want it fast as possible, no matter what, you're actually building your house. You're building it on quicksand. But when you choose to go deep, when you choose to, to slow down and embrace the process, master the craft, you're going to avoid chasing millions of these shiny objects, these fads, these trends, you're going to avoid that. And you're staying the course and you're going to avoid these pit stops. That leads to more profits. That leads to more efficiency down the road. And so a cool thing, an interesting thing, while I was prepping for this episode was I found a cool study in the Harvard Business Review around organizational speed and the need to slow down. And that might sound random, but make no doubt about it. Your health and the human system in general is very much like an organization. And so here's what I found. And I'll read this quote for ver um, verbatim. The companies that embrace initiatives and choose to go, go, go 
to try to gain an edge ended up with lower sales and operating profits than those that paused at key moments to make sure they were on the right track. What's more, the firms that slowed down to speed up improved their top and bottom lines, averaging 40% higher sales and 52% higher operating profits over a three-year period. And when I read that, and I read that article in the study, this is simply about taking a long-term view, seeing the future, thinking about the future, thinking about more than profits for this quarter, but thinking about the long-term impact and the profits and how those affected people and the places. And with health optimization, it's a long-term game. It's about taking the long-term view here. It's thinking about more than your weight all coming off this month. But it's also thinking about your hormones. It's thinking about your metabolism. It's thinking about your, your, your psyche. It's thinking about your relationships and optimizing those important relationships. It's thinking about your work. And putting all these things together and integrating these things. So it's one seamlessly flowing machine, thriving system. That is the power of when you slow down to speed up and you gain clarity. And so with all of this said here, what does slowing down to speed up actually look like? What, what, what does that look like? What can you do with that? And simply put, what you can do is to conduct a reality check of sorts or an audit, if you want to call it that, to simply see where you stand. You want to see where you stand right this very moment. There are varying levels to, to, um, to doing this. On the more comprehensive side of things, there's genetic testing and analysis. There's health and lifestyle assessments, various um, forms of those. There's comprehensive labs. There's body composition testing. There's cognitive testing, brain scans, and much more that leave nothing to chance when you do that. that. I mean, that's something that's provided in my enhancement programs that truly delivers the end of one approach that prioritizes um, precision. And a lot of your audits to see where you stand, a lot of it depends on what's important to you at the moment. What do you really want to focus on? So you can ask yourself some of those questions. And some of those things, that's a, that's a lot of stuff that's very detailed and some of you may not have access to that at this very moment. But there's a lot of actionable items that you can take action on right this very moment. And we'll start with one to leave you with that. Number one, which is easy for the majority of people to get, is to simply get some blood work done. As far as what specific test, you know, I generally encourage people to get a comprehensive one done. I'm on the side of getting as many biomarkers as possible as you can. You know, a comprehensive one, it helps see where you currently stand in everything. Even if things that you don't really have much thought to or don't understand just yet, you're still getting some numbers. because it, And those numbers that you're getting right this moment that may not have use at this moment or that you may not have full understanding at this moment, those numbers are still going to be there and they're going to help serve as a baseline that you'll be able to refer to 
and compare back in the future to see if your various interventions that you're doing now, to see if your various strategies that you're doing, if they're working. And if something goes off, if, if a number goes off in the future, you can, you can look back and compare what was I doing at this point and throughout this time that kept this number in check compared to what was I doing now that this number's off and you can see and you get much more precision with that. And so you start to accumulate data and numbers. And so you have something to really measure, something concrete to measure against in the future. And so slowing down, when you slow down and you do some preliminary work in the form of assembling as much data and insights as possible before you head into action, you're going to gain much more clarity as to what's going on in your body. This enables you to craft a much, much, much more precise plan that is strictly tailored to your unique biology and only yours. This is the end of one approach. This is how you become optimized and enhanced. Your journey to becoming superhuman and living a limitless life becomes much easier when you leverage these data-driven health metrics. And all of this is what happens when you slow down to speed up. Now, slowing down to speed up, it doesn't mean procrastinate. You're never going to know everything. You're never going to know everything. But you can learn a lot more when you slow down. And that's going to pay off in the long run because it's going to be a much cleaner ride to that destination that you want to get to. And so I hope you got something out of this episode. This episode, it was spurned once again because I'm kind of talking to myself because I'm a very impatient dude. And sometimes it boils over leading me to make decisions that that, that make sense in the short term. They seem okay right now, but in actuality, they're placing me further away from my long-term goals, which is only going to frustrate me than there. So it's kind of weird how it works. And in health, this cycle, it's highly common. You, you seemingly have this short-term momentum. But in the long run, you're only further away from the very thing that you actually wanted all along. And this, this episode actually was also inspired by a friend. You know, he asked me what he should do at the beginning of the year as far as starting to optimize his health and really take over the reins of his health. And my answer was to slow down to speed up. And he gave me a weird look, as probably a lot of people do when I tell them slow down to speed up. And then once we actually um, went into detail more what that looks like, what does slowing down to speed up look like, it made a lot more sense. It relieved a lot of stress, a lot of tension, because a lot of times when we have this new goal that we want, when we want to lose the weight, when we want to improve our biomarkers, we throw the whole kitchen sink at it. We take this crazy, massive action, rah, rah, you know, we hustle, hustle, hustle hard. And then we just burn ourselves out after two weeks. And it's messy. It's inefficient. It takes up more time, more time away from your business. And so slow down to speed up. There's a lot of lames. There's a lot of bullshit out there that are prying on your emotions. 
hopefully this gives you a new way to think about things or it kind of just reminds you to keep up the good fight, keep doing what you're doing. As always, though, I appreciate you tuning in. As I know you can be doing anything you want to do right now, but you took the time in this very moment to listen in. So that is something that I don't take lightly and will never take lightly. And as always, stay awesome and be limitless. Peace. If you are a high-performance entrepreneur, leader, or executive looking to supercharge your energy and become the most enhanced version of yourself without the guesswork, and you're tired of cookie-cutter templates, randomly guessing and hoping the next thing will work, and you actually want a precise and bespoke health optimization and performance roadmap that is in-depth, data-driven, and custom-tailored specifically for you, then my superhuman coaching programs are probably a good fit for you. No stones will be left untouched. Now, it's not a good fit for you if you're someone who does not want to invest the time, the commitment, nor the energy into getting the results. But if you are someone who is ready to start their end of one journey, upgrade their body and brain with precision, and truly live a limitless life, I invite you to apply by heading over to theartofitisinlife.com forward slash us. And you'll get the opportunity to talk with me for 60 minutes and we'll take a deep dive into where you currently are and where you're trying to go. And then we'll decide if this is a good fit for you and me. And if it is, I'll extend an invitation for us to work together. Once again, to apply, head over to theartofitnessinlife.com forward slash us. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.